Welcome to another episode of Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most detailed and meticulous breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, Lord of the Rings. I am joined today once again with actor Ethan Lawrence, who is doing a dance. He looks happy to be here. Ethan, how are you um, doing today? I'm good. I was just dancing along with the theme music. Oh, yeah, I guess I, I do sort of uh, overlay it. <laughs> to, to break the fourth wall, it's not actually playing, but... Ethan was right okay because so he, was, he was, knows it's there in the future he knows it's there for yeah, you guys uh, and now you've sort of undermined me by yeah well well <laughs> I mean, we can we can we can roll the song again and uh and, and and dance a little bit to it if you want roll the song play it in. yeah let's do it let's do a visual bit for the audio podcast oh yeah uh just so people know uh chad is bobbing from side to side mm-hmm. i'm raising the roof i'm a little coy i'm a little shy with the uh, dancing i don't really dance much um, I mean, to be fair, like, uh, obviously, audio listeners can't, uh, can't, yeah. can't uh, see this, but um, we're both head and shoulders in the Zoom. Like, it's not even, yeah, it's not even half body. Even. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and turn the song off. Um, <laughs> e- Ethan, I was recently on a, a party bus. You have party buses over there in the, in the UK? No. So what, it's a bus. What, what is this? The, there's like a partition between the driver and the, the bus. So you can like drink as passengers on the bus and you can bump music you can dance with your friends riding down the freeway at like 70 miles an hour uh is it very still dangerous. like does it still like stop at, at bus stops so oh yeah it's, it, it's a regular bus it's just because the driver isn't like doesn't have access to the party room you can do whatever you want back there like oh right as, like, i think i think the goes. problem is, is that they'd, they'd never fund it over here yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's not a, it is a private thing. It is not a, a city bus. It is, it right, is, well, it is just like I, you can rent it out for parties. And a friend of mine, did. I need to make some calls to my bank thing. So I've got a business idea to start in the UK. <laughs> yeah, be the first party bus in uh, England. Yeah, um, they just drive driving around <laughs> rural Essex. You just drive from like bar to bar. We, we call pubs bars here. So. <laughs> So you, you, Sorry, you would drive pub. pub, we, only, pub. we only have taverns here oh, in the UK. Taverns, right? <laughs> where you, that's where you like find your quests. Uh, where yeah, you that's get it. Uh, to your, once yeah. once we've found uh, ten wolf skulls, that's where we take those. Right, right. In, in return for a plus one dagger. I, I do this to say, uh, I mean, you saw me at our, our little makeshift dance party. Now I'm not a I'm not like a a, a dancing guy. Um, so I had fun on this party bus, but man, was I, I out of my element. I, I, I can't, I get uncomfortable when people are having fun in, in that kind of, a, <laughs> like, in that kind of way. Um, Did not the, the novelty of the bus sort of, sort of it, mitigate some of that? It broke down some of those barriers I usually have. Like, if I'm in a, a, a nightclub and music is, like, playing loudly and, like, I can't make conversation. Conversation is all I have. You know, I don't have so, so it's not that loud body. on the party bus. You can still hear each other. We could talk. still talk. So there was that. And like it was kind of difficult to stand up when the bus was going very fast. So uh, a lot of us were sitting true, yeah. down. So I could do my head bob thing without the I think the feet is where I have my problem is like I don't know what to do with my feet when I'm on the dance floor. I mean, I was imagining again, I can only see your shoulders mm-hmm. enough. I was imagining yeah. it was just sort of a step side, step side, you know, just yeah. Yeah. just following following the root of the shoulders that's pretty much all i got um perhaps a uh, little sway of the hips but i couldn't see that 
I could like learn a choreographed dance and I could do that. But like the improvised thing that happens at like weddings and at, at dance clubs and stuff, I don't, I don't know what to do. This, I can this was me all throughout my amateur musical theater days back as, yeah. back as a teen. I can't dance, but if you sort of tell me what to do, I can sort of approximate it. Yeah, and I, I could but even, like, embellish on it and, like, make that routine my own. And I could think I could make it more fun. But I got to have something to do. But then I hate when songs, like, uh, what's that one that's like, to the right, to the right, to the right. I hate it. I hate it. I hate being told what to do <laughs> over and over again. The cha-cha -cha slide is your worst nightmare. Yeah, you have the cha-cha slide yeah. in the States? Yeah, we got the cha-cha slide. Because uh, I, I never know how much of like sort of novelty pop hits carry over in. A... I think we invented the cha-cha slide. I Did think you? I, maybe I don't know. Let's. So I know there's loads of arguments over what I, I believe you guys call the hokey pokey, but we call the hokey cokey over here. It's a hokey cokey. Yeah, interesting. The song's exactly the same except it's cokey instead of pokey. Like, yeah. What what is it? You you. Left arm in, left arm out, in, out, shake it all about. Yeah, that's, what it's, all about. That, that's, that's yeah. what it's all about, Chad. Yeah, clap, clap. <laughs> um, what was I just about to search for? Oh, the cha-cha slide. Because <laughs> uh, it, it was by DJ Casper, I believe. I believe yes, you're saying. right. Um, so what is his, is, is the cha-cha slide American? Uh, yep, song by American artist DJ Casper. Well, there you go. I suppose yeah. he, he is American on the... When, he, when he's talking, I guess. I should yeah, have noticed that. But like, I can't always hear the accent when, like, I was really surprised when I found out Keith Urban was uh, Australian. Yeah. When people are singing. I can't really, uh, I can't really tell. But he's kind of talking, basically. So I suppose it's country as well. And like the, the natural home of the country music is the American accent, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So it would sound weird if I did it in just my normal accent. I'd like to hear it. I'm sure you would. You know, country music? <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh, well, what, oh, what are we here for? Wait. tractor broke down and I can't plow my field. And we'd not, I have to get my shotgun license in the UK because you have a right to bear arms. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and my wife left me. Okay. -a -lang -a -lang. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of hit all the genres there. The, yeah. the farming, the guns, and the. <laughs> And the sad, like, romance. We don't have country music over here. We have Britpop. Britpop, <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a movie about, I guess it's not exactly, uh, it was called Wild Rose. It was about a singer in, in Glasgow who wanted to be in, uh, wanted to move to Nashville because she was a country singer. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there is a, there is a small mm -hmm. country contingent over here, I think. We have, we have a big um, festival in, um, in London's glittering, Greenwich hmm. at the O2 Arena, uh, the Country to Country Festival, and all, all okay. the country musicians come and play. It's a, uh, yeah, sure. That's, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a market for it, just like there's a market for the cha cha slide. So, this has been um, Country Music Talk. Uh, <laughs> No, we, exactly. we're here. Fun on the party bus. We're not here to, to to waste time anymore. We're here to, to to talk about literature, specifically the Lord of the Rings. Um, seventy three sentences in so far, uh, and it's been a ride. Um, I should do a big episode for episode one for sentence one hundred, huh? Because we're getting yeah. there now. I should start planning. It's, it's within sight. Mm -hmm. Do you think we'll be at the birthday party by then? I mean, we can live in hope, can't we? 
Yeah, it's been <laughs> a year. It's been over a year and it's still no birthday party. Which is we, kinda... we still have not really left this tavern slash pub slash bar. Right, it's wherever they're doing the, the town gossiping. Uh, yeah, for listeners, if this is your first time, if this is a book about a birthday party, it's called The Fellowship of the Ring. It's Bilbo is having a birthday party. And so far, the whole town's just been gossiping and arguing about his history. Uh, one of his employees, the gaffer, he uh, is assuring this stranger in town who is spouting off all kinds of rumors. He's assuring him that there are no tunnels. He came back with a horse or not even a horse, a pony, a couple of chests and a couple of bags. I'm sure they were full of treasure, but like tunnels, that's that's a lot. Um but we sort of talked about that, you know, it's a magical world. Maybe these are magical bags, like a Mary Poppins bag or like a, a Legend of Zelda bag that can carry all kinds of, of things inside. D&D bag of holding, if you will. Bag of holding. Yeah, it's got to come from somewhere. Maybe it comes from here. Wouldn't Who surprise knows? me. Gygax nicked a lot of stuff from the Tolkien estate. <laughs> yeah, Tolkien, he, he basically uh, invented the... He didn't invent the genre, but, you know, he's instrumental in, in what it is today. He certainly codified it. Yeah. He's so, the reason why dwarves have braids in their beards. <laughs> oh, yeah? I didn't realize <laughs> that was... That's that my was understanding. Him. That's awesome. Um, so we're going we're gonna to read a little bit more about this conversation. Um, and the gaffer is still in the middle of, like, a big, big monologue. Um, and here we go. <clears throat> But my lad Sam will know more about that. Okay. Great. Yeah. So he's calling back to his son, Sam Gamgee, who we know from the movie, played by Sean Astin. Great actor. I was going to say, has he been mentioned by name yet? He has, because I believe he started helping around with the garden. He started helping his dad out. Uh, okay. That would have been on like page two yeah uh, yeah three uh, the job was mainly it. carried out by his youngest son sam gamji right so we did yeah he's he has been mentioned by name cool but now we're, we're really we're dragging oh, him into yeah. the narrative here that was uh that was a long sentence too that we, he was he was introduced in there was a lot to unpack there way longer <laughs> than today when, there won't be too much time back when the sentences were really detailed and not just people talking <laughs> right so so sam knows something about these tunnels what, what do you think the implication is is here because ham gamgee who is the gaffer in the last two weeks he was talking about how he saw uh bilbo come back with these big chests um he's he was the one that saw the bilbo when he returned from his adventure with his treasure and he stopped aging and like he saw him. why does sam know more about it than he does because he was there well, the, the, the gaffer is, is is retired now, isn't he? Or he's not working as much as he's used to. So Sam's right. in and around Sam's that Sam's picking up the slack. Yeah, that's probably on, on a day-to-day basis. So if I guess the implication is if there were tunnels, Sam would have seen them. Yeah, yeah. That's probably it. I had no other theories. Well, uh, great pod, man. Uh, yeah, I, this has been fun. Um, uh, 
Yeah, you got you got anything you want to like plug or any any other podcasts you've been on? Oh, is, this, is this is this really it? I, I didn't. I I got nothing else to say, and unless you do, I, mean, I, I know you wanted to go back to basics, but this yeah, feels... this is this is just a normal episode of the podcast. We I mean we could talk about something else. We were Except talking about really, party buses really, and stuff earlier, but good. really stripped back. This is sort of yeah, it doesn't feel right, does it? The show kind of became something else for a while, and then now it feels a little weird. I mean, even in the even in the early days when when I, when I was on and like you know we we played yeah. games and stuff like that and I just feel with oh. the whole back to basics thing that it's kind of mm. it's taking some of the fun out of it. Well, what would you do if you if you could? What, what segment would you have? I mean, I, I we had kind of played a lot of games early on. I, I got no ideas for games. Uh, I mean, we could we could bring back fantasy news of the week. Uh, yeah, you got what's in the news? Let's let me just Google fantasy news. I mean, how, how close is that Lord of the Rings Amazon show coming along? There's, there's been teaser yeah, trailers. So there's been no new trailers. Hey, Chad here. Um, so you just heard me say that there has been no new trailer for the Amazon Lord of the Rings series. At the time of recording this episode, that was true. But at the time of releasing this episode, that is not true. I've seen the trailer, I know that there's Sauron, and I know that there's the Balrog, and I know it looks really, really good. Uh, we'll talk more about that in the next episode. But for now, uh, I'm just going to sound like an idiot. But we do have uh, images of orcs, which uh, we talked about last week or the week before. They look great. Uh, have you seen these pictures? Uh, no, I'm gonna have to have to have it. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll share Google. my screen. Um, oh, that's much better. Lord of the Rings, Amazon orcs. I mean, they look fantastic. I mean, you'd hope with all the money they've pumped into it, you want to see it up on the screen, you know? Yeah, and I gotta be honest, when the they first put out that teaser, it looked pretty ugly. If I'm perfectly honest, because whoa, there was like that really ugly CG shot of the um, and I'm I'm talking slowly because I'm pulling up an article, uh, and I can't. Sorry, you can speed it up and post. Why? <laughs> I don't I don't edit my podcast that much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cannot find. Oh yeah, there's the first female orcs are going to be around. Um, first on-screen female orcs. What? Something Ever female orcs in the text. I'm trying to. There was only one in the films. Well, there haven't been yet in the book. Um, unless, well, I don't. There hasn't been a woman in the book so far. I don't think. Well, yeah, that's true. This is true. There's been mention <laughs> of uh, of uh, who was it going over to Bywater looking for some wives? There's something about that. Uh, um, uh, we we know about Primula. We discovered that that was a Primula, cheese brand. Frodo's mom. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was on that episode. Yeah, uh, it was a good one. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, you have to assume, don't you? And I don't want to, I, I, trust me, I don't want to bring down the tone of the pod. Oh, please. But please bring it down. You, you've got to imagine that orcs have to fuck, right? They have to. Yeah, and you can say fuck now. You can cuss on the podcast. Well, yeah, that. but like you know, I didn't want to be too crude. But uh, oh, I'm looking yeah. at the pictures of the orcs now. Oh, they're very they're good, good, aren't they? So we might see a sex scene with these orcs finally. Well, because I mean, in a post Game of Thrones world, 
that's what they said was that this was going to be more like uh adult and i think that they did say there would be sex scenes in this lord of the rings and i think that pissed a lot of uh tolkien fans off because he's got that like strong um like christian base because tolkien was a christian and i think a lot of people don't like looking at sex uh (laughs) so in other fantasy news, um, whenever you Google fantasy, fantasy news, all that comes up is fantasy football. So can you can't you do something like not football, not football? <laughs> can you do that in Google? No, I don't know. that only makes it worse. No, no, if anything is worse. Yeah, that makes it more about football. There's something where you can like filter out results, but I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. I'm not a tech guy. I need to get a tech guy on my podcast, I think. What would you do to make my podcast better? For me, I'd hire a tech guy who would do all this stuff. I feel like everyone's got like a like a guy who says like, hey, can you can you pull that up? Like Joe Rogan certainly has his Jamie that he's always telling to pull things up. Uh, well, I mean, what about fake that, articles um... about how COVID isn't real and stuff. Like that's what I want on my show is like a guy who can find the articles, you know? Well, there was a, there was a, an Animorph guy that you knew. I knew the Animorph guy, um, but again, we don't really talk about it anymore because I am trying to get back to basics. Uh, so we don't really talk about it. Well, yeah, I understand that, but like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it did happen. Like, it is. He did know computers. Uh... Yeah, like, you know, so, I mean, because I'm not a tech guy either. I'm just throwing out things here. Like, I, maybe, maybe you don't want that because, I, because as you yeah. say, you know, you're turning over a new leaf, you're starting a new chapter. I'm trying to turn over an old leaf more like <laughs> you're just trying um, to break a garden that's what you're trying to do i see if i can i don't even know if i have his uh phone number i'm just looking for it but yeah i know gentry is like a tech guy i could try to call him because the issue that we have right is that we we move in very different circles like you know you go mm-hmm. on party buses i didn't even know what a party bus was that's true we live about five thousand miles away from each other yeah that's true. Uh, I I've never been. I've, you, have you ever been to America? Uh, I think you've no, not. No, no. Yeah, I've never been to Europe. So, I so, say yeah. I mean, that that's sort of the problem. I don't know any sort of local businesses. Maybe we can meet in the area. middle someday and and discuss. But in the middle of the Atlantic. Is that where the middle is? <laughs> Take a cruise ship. <laughs> we'll just go to each other on separate dinghies some, somewhere right, in the, uh, right. at some point you have somewhere to in the, the main straight if we both take the <laughs> ship out but uh i don't know let me okay i found gentry's phone now. let me see let me see if he'll answer we can we can live in hope let's see if this will even work i don't even know um as, as your day going uh, my day's going fine it's, uh, it's actually yeah. quite late over here Oh yeah, your days look over. I'm taking a lunch break in the middle of my work day. Yeah, I mean it's it's half past eight in the evening here. I'm already mm. deep into my cups. Ooh, you got cups? I haven't started cups yet because it's still a work day for me. I'm just taking yes. my lunch break. <laughs> you, you have to actually go and do something else. Well, he didn't answer. I'll probably cut that out of the podcast, but maybe not. We're we're <laughs> fast and loose here. We're we we're we, fast and loose and back to basics. We're back to basics. Speaking of um, speaking of fast, mm-hmm. um, who would you say was one of the uh, fastest bands of the seventies? Fastest bands of the seventies, like as far as like they could run the fastest. 
Uh, no, just more of in terms of the sort of the BPM of the music itself. Hmm. I don't know, but I feel like you're planning something that's gonna cut me off before welcome to motorhead centers your one-stop shop for the complete read of nemi's autobiography white line fever uh please welcome my guest chad hey oliver Hi, hi, Ethan. Um, I love your energy, but I'm kind of trying not to do podcasts on my podcast anymore. Um, it just be- it became a little distracting. I'm trying not to do podcasts on my podcast anymore. Uh, it distracted from what I set out to do, which was teach people about Lord of the Rings one sentence at a time. Um, and then it felt like it just became about something else for a while. Like it became like a theme park podcast. And I still haven't gotten in touch with Cody about that. Uh, I'm kind of not over it, but can we just, can we just not, not do the podcast? You don't, you don't, you don't want to do well, I I mean, we, we can, we're, we're, you know, we're here, we're in the middle of an episode, I guess let's do it. But like, well, I mean, I can stop. I mean, it's not a problem. No, I just feel no, like, not, see, you, you're, as, as you know, I can he, see it on your face. You want to do the motorhead sentence and look, all I will tell you, right. Yeah. As the executive producer of the podcast, I am always trolling the social meds. And right. all yeah. I'm seeing the social media presence seeing, for Lord of the Rings sentence is very good. Everybody knows this. Everyone talks. About absolutely. It. And yeah. just the, the, the dozens, dozens of replies are like, Oh, When's Ethan coming back? Because he's got that motorhead thing going on, and that we really That's enjoyed true. that. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And well, I, 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 look, it's this is your podcast. This is your, well, this is my podcast in your podcast, but this is broadly right. your podcast. Broad- if you don't want mm-hmm. this to happen, I'm not going to force it. But I would ask you to consider the fans. Okay, okay. For the fans, we can do this. Let's just make it snappy. We got to get back to Tolkien talk. Okay. Um, okay. Sort of feel like all the energy sort of come out of the. Yeah, you had a lot of energy up top, and I, I feel bad now. I feel bad. Can we? I mean, it's not your fault because look, I understand where you're coming from. I probably should have maybe cleared this uh, with let you. Let me, before. let me, let me play some music, and maybe that'll bring the energy back up. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You can't see it, but Ethan's dancing. Ethan's bobbing yeah. back and forth. I am too. Here we go. Okay, I actually so found you... my confidence. This is great. Okay. This is good. Okay. So okay, we've got the energy back up now. So we're on sentence three. Okay, so if I remember right, he was he was born. Yes, he was born uh, with beautiful golden hair, which fell out five days later. Oh, okay. Let's find out more about that then. Uh, So, uh, sentence three of uh, White Line Fever by Let Me Kill Myster on Motorhead sentence. My earliest memory is shouting at what and for what reason I don't know. Wow. So he would go on to shout in his music, or was he a different kind of a kind of different kind of band? So you haven't you haven't actually bothered listening to any Motorhead? Oh, I I've I've heard them before. I don't I don't I couldn't name a song off the top of my head. I'm not a big Motorhead fan. I I, I know well, of that's them. Fair. Yeah, I just thought because you're hosting been a on, podcast, I've been on every podcast episode about Motorhead, this. you might have. What? I mean, you, you, I mean, you, you, Ace of Spades plays when this starts. That's true. <laughs> Is he screaming in that song? <laughs> I mean, he's 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 got a very sort of gravelly, shouty tone because he sort of came up through um i mean i'm sort of skipping ahead in the autobiography here yeah but like you know they were heavily influenced by sort of like punk and rock and roll early doors so yeah uh you know the sort of, the sort of more shouted delivery 
is uh, very much. Are you right there? What's happening? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's that's shouting. I'd say that's that's kind of shouting. Yeah. So and it's it, the earliest age. memory as well. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, good for him. What's your earliest memory? Um, gosh, do you know? I'm I'm actually not sure. Oh wait, no, I do know. <laughs> so I was I was walking and talking by this point, not well, I should say. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was down in um, in Cornwall, which is in the south of England, the um, southwest of England. Beautiful uh, place in the world. Lots of beaches and cliffs. And it's why is really it called sunny. Cornwall? Um, I couldn't tell you, but I'm going to Google that in just a second and let there you fields know. Fields of corn. Uh, I don't think there's much corn. corn. There's, a lot, hmm. uh, there's a lot of tin. Okay. A lot of tin. Uh, it's a good, good big mining community down there back in the uh, I picture just a big wall made of corn, but I guess that's not what it was. Uh, I mean, they may well have been, but it was eaten right. by the locals. But uh, gotcha. we were down there on, on, on holiday, and I remember distinctly, I was, I was running towards the sea on this beach. I can't have been older than two. And um, I, I tripped and fell and just, just ate shit, like just slammed right on my face. <laughs> and my entire family were laughing hysterically at me. And I remember turning around my eyes brimming with tears and saying that's not funny <laughs> that's not funny what a what a time for like your consciousness to like turn on is just in this humiliating moment basically it's, you, you just when i realized that um i couldn't always rely on the support of my family they would oh, always wow. be ready to bring me down just in case i ever got too big for my boots and remind me that once i tripped over on a beach and it was and you went on to become a an, an actor and comedian someone who yes. who wants people to laugh at you on your terms you know do you think that there's anything to do with like the fact that your earliest memory is someone laughing at you and it was shameful to then turn around and your entire life is about people making people laugh at you be a positive thing and not a negative thing this has been motorhead sentence um uh, one stop shop for the complete breakdown of the white line for people by Lenny Kilmister. Either do you, okay? Uh, we now return you to your regular schedule. Well, welcome back to Lord of the Rings Sentence. I'm here with Ethan. Uh, once again, we did took a little mm-hmm. detour there. Ethan, you look a little uh, down. Everything okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm you... good. I'm just, just in lots, lots to think about, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you... Does everything make a lot more sense now all of a sudden or it's just you know when you think you're one thing yeah and then someone sums up your entire life in one sentence and you sort of feel like what was all of it for like you know i'm huh. i'm 30 this year and yeah. suddenly my entire life can be summed up in a pithy one-liner huh and that's sort of well, that's the power of a sentence, man. And that's kind of what we're here to talk about is like how powerful one sentence can be. You can yeah, sum up a lot in one sentence. It can yeah. be, you know, uh, it can just be like, hey, Sam knows about these tunnels. But a sentence could also be like, here's Ethan Lawrence explained to a T very succinctly uh, with not a lot of words spent. Do you know what my big concern is? What's that? Uh, recently someone made me a wikipedia page Ooh, let's look at your wikipedia and, page and um i fear that this is going to be added to it in the early life segment gotcha 
Yeah, his first, his first <laughs> memory was... <laughs> when he was two, he ate shit on a beach in Cornwall. <laughs> people, uh, yeah, I'm looking at your Wikipedia page. There's not an early life section yet, so there's plenty of room for it. There's a life and career. Um, mostly focused on the career, though. Yeah, I mean... I. To be honest, my, my childhood isn't that interesting. All I did was fall over on beaches and be humiliated. Mm-hmm. Which did inform your career, so, apparently. Well, yeah. <laughs> Cornwall is most likely derived from the tribal name Cornobii, which probably means the horn people. Oh, well, we didn't really talk about that on this podcast, but if you have another podcast where that would be relevant, that'd be, that'd be something. I can't believe you're doing this to me. You've traumatized me, and now... You're criticizing my admin. All right, we can go back things. into Motorhead sentence real quick. Uh, we'll be right back. Welcome to Motorhead Sentence, your one-stop shop for a complete breakdown of Lenny Kilmeister's old supposed to be white line fever. And uh, I'm here to tell you, Chad, this is a quick... Uh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here too, by the way. I'm Chad. I'm, yeah, uh, hi, Chad. Guess, Chad's yeah. still here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's a bit of a bone con. That's bonus content. Great. Uh, the name Cornwall is most likely derived from the tribal name Cornovii, which probably means the horn people. Cool. Bone con could also be like a convention for people who like bones. It could be, but not this one. This one is bonus content. Cool. We're going to read another sentence out of Motorhead or, or out of Yeah, out of might the, as well since we're yeah, in. A, yeah. yeah. This, okay, so this is no longer bone con. This is main. This con. is just con. This is con. This is, just, this is a con. Yeah. <laughs> this is the whole thing is a con? Okay. <laughs> Probably a tantrum, or I may have been rehearsing. It, yeah, there you go. That's like a joke he's saying there. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah. I see the comedy yeah. in that. Yeah, because, you know, in many ways, sort of his early experience of shouting as a toddler really set him up for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he realizes he was shouting as a toddler that he was destined to always do this. Yeah, like he didn't even have much of a choice. Like it was just like one early memory just dictated everything about where his life would go and there was nothing he could do about it. He's powerless as like a toddler. Like one event that can be something as insignificant as tripping on a beach will just lock you into a career path from which you'll never escape and never really be happy doing anything outside of it, right? Yeah. For me, it was 9-11. Right. Yeah. That's your first memory. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thought it was hilarious at first until my mom was crying and I realized it was this tragedy. has been Motorhead Sentence, your one stop shop for a complete breakdown of Lenny Kilmeister's autobiography, White Line and People. We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast. Hey, we're back. Um, I got nothing else to really say about this sentence. I mean, Sam knows about tunnels, that's pretty much it. Sam knows that there I might be tunnels. Think you are deliberately undermining the motorhead sentence because you didn't want it to happen in the first place. We're back to the Lord of the Rings sentence. I don't know. Undermining. Well, are you going to undermine my podcast? I'm going to undermine yours. Okay. Undermine. Yeah. I'm 74 sentences in. You think I need your motorhead podcast to get listeners? I've got at least 12 
listeners on this podcast. And I am one of them. So a full one-twelfth of your audience likes Motorhead Sentence, minimum. I, I do also think I've had more guests than I do listeners, if that number is true. So. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, so they're not even listening to the show, huh? That's that's a that's a bummer. What's your earliest memory? Maybe we can traumatize you. 9-11. Wow. No, I that was a joke I told on your <laughs> yeah, podcast. Last time I was on your podcast. The last time I was on your podcast, uh uh I uh I made that joke. It was not a very good joke, but um my earliest memory is uh a super young. I was like probably three years old um and i just remember being at the breakfast table my mom was eating a, a bowl of corn pops cereal we got here very quickly i hope yeah. you don't mind um because I just, i'm just interested sometimes in um like mm-hmm. idioms you know you know i like language and sort of like our shared tongue that's different in certain ways yeah is the breakfast table just for breakfast or is it used for other Gosh. meals also so typically like we are our, our setup is like there's like a table in like the kitchen area that right. is that is like quick snack breakfast uh could even see lunch there but dinner you wouldn't really eat there that there you would go to the dining room where there's the dining room table and that's where you eat your dinner i now, say i say i live in a one-bedroom apartment where we don't have a dining room we have like a dining area next to the kitchen and we have a table there that i would call a breakfast table but we eat all our meals there uh because we're poor like that uh i can i can sympathize to a certain extent our kitchen would not be able to accommodate a table yeah it's like it's it's like a it's like a galley sort of like Mm -hmm. so if you need to squeeze past someone who's already in there it's a Oh yeah, it's an it it's a, a nightmare. My wife and I have been doing uh, one of those subscription services um, who do not sponsor the show, so I'm not going to say which one until they want to sponsor the show. Uh, but I think I did mention this last week, actually. So never mind. But it's alright; you can cut that out. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do that, and it's easier to cook together. But cooking together in our tiny little tiny hallway of a of a kitchen that can't really fit two people it's frustrating it's hard it's hard to do because you can't i got to get to the fridge to grab something but she's right by the stove and i can't squeeze past her uh these city apartments you're you're talking my language yeah um (laughs) anyway your mother was eating corn pops she was eating corn pops and i was trying to like uh get her attention uh but i think she was just tired and she was kind of just ignoring me so that was my first memory yeah. So could you say that um, sort of since then you've been somewhat craving attention in a certain way, going into huh. working into production, making sure your work is up on a big screen, producing huh. numerous podcasts with you as sort of front huh. and center. Huh. Do you feel in many ways your podcasting career could be put down largely to chasing your mother's love? Ah, maybe. I don't know. Mm. um hurts doesn't it having you <laughs> this is uh thanks for listening uh, to the show I, you can f- follow ethan at ethan d lawrence on twitter and instagram and you can follow me TikTok at chad well, oliver on as well. he's on tiktok as well i'm on tiktok too but i don't, I don't even have that many followers so. 
<laughs> on tiktok i uh I'm, but... I'm in the process of doing a new series where i tell dad jokes dad jokes yeah i saw the dad yeah. jokes yeah the... yeah trying trying to get people yeah. to laugh but not at me but with me of course yeah yeah how do you know elephants are uh good at hiding in trees um the answer is have you ever seen one and that's that's a funny one it's a bait and switch there um i know a joke yeah i didn't i didn't write this joke but it's a, it's a funny it's a funny one um so uh i went to the doctor and um sat down and he told me like chad gotta stop masturbating and i said really why and he said because i'm trying to examine you <laughs> That's why I call a pullback and reveal, right? <laughs> um, I got it. I got it. All right, here it goes. Do you know the difference between toilet paper and wallpaper? Go on. Do you, Do you know the difference between toilet paper and wallpaper? I mean, I mean, yes, functionally, yes, but I don't want to step on your punchline. <laughs> <laughs> but you, uh, you did step on the punchline because. The punchline uh, requires you to say no, because that's what you do with the jokes is you're like, no, what's the difference? And then I would say, ew. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But instead I said, go on, because I, I didn't realize it was a call and response thing. Yeah, it was a call and response. I'm really sorry for ruining your joke. Just like I've ruined everything. Well, at least people are listening. Uh, of us. Finally, I have people listening to me. And this has been... The 74th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. Tune in next week for the 75th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. That might be cool.com. You never know.